Welcome in to another edition of the Wisports.net podcast. I'm Travis Wilson, general manager at Wisports.net and your host for the WSN podcast each and every week. We've come to that point where we've wrapped up this alternate fall schedule, wrapped up the, uh, the high school football schedule anyway that was played this spring. And now it's time to turn our attention to the off, excuse me, to the spring sports uh, part of the, uh, the schedule. Already underway, uh, some of the spring sports are actually not very far away from postseason or tournament action. And uh, high school baseball chugging along into the second month here. Many teams have already played uh, double-digit games. We're going to spend some time talking about high school baseball today with my high school baseball coach, Coach Harold Olson from DeForest, who had been at Richland Center when I was there. Also my history teacher, uh, officiated some of our, our basketball games early on. And uh, great to catch up with Coach Olson. Coach, uh, how are you doing today? And uh, thanks for joining us on the WSN podcast. Uh, I'm doing very well. Thank you very much. Uh, we we were able to squeeze a baseball game in last night in between the raindrops. So um, kind of recovering from that, I suppose. But uh, we worked on the field a lot yesterday, and uh, we were able to to get a game in. We have a big, big week this week. Uh, you know, against Reedsburg, who I think is currently in second place in our conference. And then uh, we play Wanakee this weekend in a doubleheader at Wanakee. Uh, and they are in uh, they are in the lead in the conference right now. So it's it's been a busy week, but uh, but all is well. All right. Well, let's get into the most important question that everybody has. What was I like in high school? No, I'm just kidding. We're not going to we're not going to get into that. Uh, <laughs> you were you know what? You were one of the few kids that actually had work ethic in high school. And I think as a coach, that's probably one of the, the greatest things that we appreciate is when high school kids uh, display that work ethic because that, <clears throat> that you know, kind of spreads like this pandemic. And when, when other kids pick up on that, um, you actually can move forward as a team. So you were you were actually one of my players that I, I really enjoyed coaching and you were very talented as a uh, sophomore and that's why you were playing varsity baseball. Well, I appreciate that. The, the check is in the mail, so keep an eye out for that a little bit later. <laughs> um, but uh, I do want to talk about uh, you know what's going on now, not 25 years in the past uh, when I was in high school and you were at Richland Center and unfortunately left us and we were uh, very sad to see you go, but you've, you've uh, done a great job at DeForest, head coach there now for uh, 21 years, I believe it is. But take us back a little bit to last year. You know, what was your experience like going through this, this pandemic, especially in the early days, you know, in, in early March of last year, and then when the, the basketball tournament uh, got impacted, what was your experience like, especially as a baseball coach, going through that? And when did you start to think, gosh, our season might be in jeopardy. Yeah, you know, it was it was what mid-March last year and we were we were gearing up our our basketball team and and I'm going to start out with our basketball team cuz I still keep the the books for the the home games for our basketball team. So we were we were ready to follow them. We we were they we knew that they had a great chance at going to state. And uh, a handful of those kids play baseball. So it's kind of fun to watch them play basketball um, at the same time. So it's mid-March and uh, we get the announcement from our administration that, uh, okay, we're, everybody's heading home, you know, because of COVID-19. 
but here's the deal. <clears throat> we all assumed we all assumed we were going to be back in school like within two to three weeks. You know, if, if you can believe that, if, if after everything that this society has gone through <laughs> over the past, you know, 12, 13 months, we honestly thought last year in March, we were going to be back in school in like two to three weeks. And it wasn't going to be a big deal. It was going to pass. And then it just got delayed a little bit more, got delayed a little bit more. And then the realization came that, you know what? If we're not back in school, we're certainly not playing sports. And uh, so when April came around and we heard that we probably, we could be going back to school in May, but, uh, you know, hang in there. We might be able to scratch, uh, you know, somewhat of a season. And then, you know, Dane County comes down with this mandate, you know, that everything is going to be closed down. Um, and it was like, oh, boy, because we had we had some nice, talented seniors last year, um, you know, that played football. They played basketball. They were going to play baseball. And, uh, you know, we were hoping for some, you know, some promising uh stories last last spring so it was kind of a shock to the system you know what do you do as a coach when you've coached baseball for oh my gosh you know over 25 years and then you know your your own son is a junior a promising junior and and you can't you can't do anything about it it's just it's beyond your control so that was that was uh something to experience right it you know you're almost at a loss for words and <clears throat> then we found out that there was going to be no baseball in Dane County all summer. And so a lot of schools, a lot of summer, you know, we have a local summer league here in Dane County and uh, kids couldn't play baseball. So unless they were playing club ball and traveling to places like Boston or the Dells, <clears throat> um, kids weren't playing baseball. So that was, that was tough to take. How how do you go about keeping those kids engaged? It was almost two years of no high school baseball officially from the time that the 2019 season ended in, in June until things got going again this April. How do you keep kids engaged, which can often be a, a challenge anyway? Um, what what did you do, especially once this summer, excuse me, last summer ended where you could start to do a little bit more? How, how do you keep those kids going and interested in baseball? Well, you tried, you know, you try to encourage all of them <clears throat> to play summer ball. Some even play into the fall and whatnot. And Legion, American Legion baseball used to be very, very popular here in Dane County years ago. And when club baseball kind of expanded into Dane County from the Milwaukee area, uh, American Legion baseball just disappeared. And that has really, really hurt uh, a lot of high school programs. Um, Cause you know, like here at DeForest in the summertime and we have kids, you know, playing baseball at GRB. We have kids playing baseball for silver sluggers. We have kids playing baseball for the Thundercats. We've got kids playing baseball for, uh, you know, elite baseball. Uh, so Middleton, Verona, uh, Johnson Creek, Lake Mills, you know, here in Windsor, uh, so the kids actually have kind of scattered. We've had uh, we've had kids get together with kids from other schools 
And then uh, dads have taken them to uh, tournaments on the weekends. Again, it was it was outside of Dane County. But, uh, you know, unfortunately, not all of the kids were able to play. And so we had a we had a percentage of kids that, you know, they they had to sit out for the past couple of years. And uh, and it's 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 shown so far, uh, especially with our younger groups our sophomores and our, and our freshmen. So we've really worked hard, you know, to keep them engaged in uh, what the game of baseball is all about. And uh, it's, it's been an interesting transition, but uh, I, you know, I, I give our families, I give our kids a lot of good because, um, you know, if we didn't have the pandemic, you know, the kids would be playing in our summer league, you know, obviously more kids would be playing baseball. But I give families credit for, for going out and seeking ways, uh, you know, to get their kids on the baseball diamond. So that has helped. Along with the uh, the pandemic canceling baseball for, for two years almost, um, what uh, other challenges or, or how has it impacted you, the season adjustment with the season getting pushed back into more of the summertime? Has that impacted your numbers either at the varsity level or at the yeah, can, levels? Uh, sometimes I speak from the heart. I don't think I understand the WIAA encouraging kids to participate in sports. And, and that's our whole MO here at DeForest high school, which it is at, at every high school, uh, you know, encouraging kids to participate. So I understand moving fall sports into spring sports, but, you know, and I guess I don't mind per se moving the season back because um, that allowed us to get outside a little bit more and prep outside uh, before our season starts. Uh, you know, we've we had so many so many baseball seasons where we're expected to go out on the field the first week in April, and we haven't been on our field to, to practice yet. I mean, how how ridiculous is that? What other sport? What other sport goes through that, right? I mean, but we're we're so impacted by the weather. So actually, it wasn't a bad deal. You know, pushing things back. Um, I don't think our conference uh, rescheduled our conference games appropriately, though. Um, so I, you know, <clears throat> I have to uh, make a presentation about that at our at our business meeting when we meet for uh, all conference at the end of the season. Um, and, you know, it's tough. It's it's, you know, kind of the you know, the positive side is more kids are participating in sports. Uh, we, we had a lot more kids come out for baseball than what were expected. I, I think the kids were excited to get out of the house and whatnot, but, uh, there's, there's a downside to that too, because, you know, not only did football practice in the fall, uh, without playing games, but a lot of kids, you know, here at DeForest, uh, you know, they played basketball, they wrestled, uh, they swam in the wintertime. And especially right when football got done, they're playing baseball. <clears throat> and then when baseball finishes, um, you know, in toward the end of June, you know, football is going to start up in August again. So I feel for the I feel for the juniors, the sophomores and the freshmen that are getting, uh, you know, a, a mouthful of sports. Um, you know, so hopefully that doesn't lead to future injury for those kids, especially the football players. 
Um, we share so many athletes with football at DeForest, which is really cool because when the kids come to baseball, the kids, you know, have an understanding of what it's like to compete for a position and, and they don't have a hard time uh, understanding what their role is on the team because they understand the competition. Uh, the kids that just play baseball alone, they have a hard time understanding that sense of competition. And so it takes them a while uh, to kind of catch up to speed. But uh, so when, when baseball started, when we, uh, you know, when we played our, our first series uh, was against Baraboo, uh, we were really shorthanded because we have so many, we have so many kids that play football. And of course, you know, if, if you're from the Badger North, if you're a resident in DeForest or Wanakee, you know that uh, the rest of the world shuts down during the week of DeForest Wanakee football, because it's, you know, just locally, it's, it's a very, very impressive rivalry and, uh, you know, and spirits are flying high, you know, during that week. Well, you know what? We're trying to play baseball and, you know, we have a very important opening series against uh, Baraboo. And so what I had to do was, well, you know what? I did this to you 25 years ago. I had to bring, I had to bring five sophomores up and I had to feed them to the wolves, you know, at the varsity level. And, uh, and so these kids were not used to uh, the game speed. Just it would be like bringing a young kid up to play basketball or bringing a young kid up to play football. Uh, the pitching is sharper, you know, the, the hitting, the bat leaves the or the ball leaves the bat, you know, at a, at a much higher uh, exit velocity. Uh, varsity kids run a lot faster. Their arms are a lot stronger. But uh, we, we had a handful of sophomores that that helped us out. And uh, that first week we played four games and we went three and one. So I, I was I was ecstatic about that. We're talking with Harold Olson, the head coach at DeForest uh, for baseball. Uh, Want to get your thoughts? And, and you kind of mentioned this, you know, some of the challenges that baseball has with weather in in every year. Um, many coaches have advocated for a hybrid spring summer season. Of course, we used to have two seasons in baseball in Wisconsin for a long time, and there was the, there was talk of a sprummer season. Uh, where you would start more traditionally like we did this year and go almost a, a similar calendar. What are your thoughts on doing this as a long-term solution, potentially a Sprummer hybrid type season? Uh, a lot of your fans might not uh, appreciate this, but <clears throat> I've been an advocate for that um, through our high school baseball coaches association for years. Uh, I filled out surveys and said that uh, you know we should we should start practice April one in Wisconsin. Uh, we should begin uh, games at the last week of April or the first week of May, and you play uh, as many games as you can through May and June, including a conference season, and then you run your state tournament in July. Uh, there are only so many teams left for the state tournaments uh, by the end of July. And then, uh, you know, in a week, they can start up football if they choose to do so. Uh, I like that. I like that idea of a uh, spring and summer season for baseball. I just don't know how many kids would play uh, spring and summer. Uh, I, frankly, I don't know how many guys would coach it uh, because that's, you know, that would uh, that would depend a lot on, you know, local school coaching contracts because that would be uh 
that's a lot of time. That's a lot of time to dedicate to your team. But I, I think it would, I think it would benefit uh, high school baseball in Wisconsin. It would not benefit American Legion, which still has a, a tremendous voice uh, in baseball, you know, to areas, let's say like, uh, you know, north of Baraboo or north of Reedsburg, where you live, <clears throat> you know, American Legion baseball is still strong. But uh, for, for southern Wisconsin, I think it would be great. Uh, you mentioned surveys that you've taken in, in the WBCA, the Wisconsin Baseball Coaches Association did a survey uh, earlier this year <clears throat> asking, uh, asking coaches what they thought the, the greatest threat to high school baseball was right now. And, and I saw a lot of those responses in the Baseball Wisconsin yearbook, and it was pretty fascinating to, to look over the, the different responses from weather to, uh, you know, parents to coaching to uh, club programs, all it, it kind of ran the gamut, right? Uh, I don't know if you took that survey or if you'd be willing to share what you think are some of the challenges that high school baseball faces right now, and if you have any solutions to those challenges. Uh, <laughs> I, I, you know, I saw the results of that survey, and <clears throat> you know, of the 200 plus uh, coaches that responded to that survey, you know, a, a lot of it was club baseball. Um, and club baseball does present a challenge. Uh, I guess, you know, I'm not here. I don't, I don't coach baseball, uh, to earn a living. Okay. I coach baseball. My, my, my living comes through teaching here at DeForest high school. So I, I don't coach baseball to earn a living. I coach baseball to teach kids values about the game of baseball, uh, baseball is an extension of the classroom, and we teach kids the values uh, that they need to learn before they, you know, move on to their next step in life. Um, <clears throat> club baseball is all about, you know, showcasing kids, and and club baseball is a business, and you know, and the organizations like your your GRBs and your you know your your Silver Sluggers, uh, they're there to earn money. Okay, they're there to earn a profit. And so you can either a have a good experience with it, uh, b you can have a bad experience with it. Uh, but I do know this: c <clears throat> they don't they don't teach kids of uh, you know life lessons as related to the classroom, as related to uh, baseball, athletics in general. And so when you get kids coming from club baseball and you get them into high school baseball, their, their perspective on the game is different. Uh, they're when you're teaching them, uh, pitching, when you're teaching them fielding, when you're teaching them, you know, offensive strategy and whatnot, uh, it's really easy for kids to kind of take things out of context because they, they tell you, well, this is not what my summer coach says. This is not what my summer coach says. This is not what my summer coach says. My summer coach says, you know, this, it's a different brand of baseball. And, and I, you know, and what uh, the club baseball businesses don't do is they don't, they don't, uh, they don't teach that realization for the kids. And so the kids have a hard time transitioning between the two. Now does club baseball, you know, does it help develop talent? Absolutely. Absolutely. It does because kids are working on their game, you know, year round. I know here locally at GRB, if the kids aren't playing summer ball or fall ball, 
you know, they're down at GRB, they're in the cages, they're working on their swing, they're working on their feeling, um, you know, they're taking lessons, they're investing a lot of just a boatload of money to do that. But they're also improving, you know, their their own individual game. So I think uh, I think probably the biggest challenge is uh, is having kids kind of transition or overcoming that the the whole idea of baseball and just that it's it's a team concept. It's not an individual concept like club baseball is. You know, club baseball they showcase you, they get you in front of coaches. And you just need to perform the best that you can uh, to get recognized. And, uh, you know, in high school baseball, it's, it's so much different. You know, you, you, you play the game, uh, you, you, you strategize throughout the game. You, you know, you're always thinking an inning or two ahead, you know, you know, who's coming in next to the mound and stuff like that. And, and so it takes, it does, it takes kids a while to kind of transition from club ball to high school ball and uh, it's it's a whole new experience for high school coaches. I will say that. Well, we've spent a lot of time talking about everything but this year's Norskis team. You mentioned a, a few of the, the the games that you've had and uh, the opening series with Baraboo. Uh, I want to give you a chance to to plug your team this year. Uh, very highly thought of. Uh, you know, we, we weren't sure what to expect coming into this year, being off two years essentially. But you were ranked in the top ten in the preseason by the Baseball Wisconsin Yearbook. Uh, picked as a favorite in the Badger North in, in that publication. Uh, so tell us a little bit about this year's team and uh, also the, the opportunity, as you said, to, to coach your son here in his senior season. <laughs> yeah, well, you know what? I think, I think we're pretty fortunate at DeForest because we're, we have four senior boys uh, <clears throat> who all played for me. Uh, they were all starters as sophomores. So we probably bring back more experience than anybody else in the league. That's probably why we were picked to win the league. Um, but these four, these four players can, they have the uncanny ability to change a game with one swing of the bat or what or, you know, or one pitch from the mound. It's, they are, very, very talented kids. Um, all four played for GRB. All four played club baseball. They've all worked on the game. But uh, they're, they're also great leaders in the classroom, too. They're all uh, high honor roll students. Uh, they all come from great families. Um, although we only have four seniors on our team, these four seniors are, are incredible kids. So I, I think for us... It's been a it's been a big positive. Uh, we're we're off to a good start. Uh, after we defeated Reedsburg last night, we're uh, I think we're eight and one overall, and I believe we're four and one in conference. So I think we're in second place in conference right now. But uh, but these guys have been great leaders for the rest of the kids. You know that haven't seen uh, uh, a baseball diamond, you know, like you said earlier, for, for almost two years. So, but, uh, yeah, we are, we're off to a good start. Um, we're putting up big numbers. Uh, we have a really nice, uh, group of kids. Uh, they can really hit the ball. They get the barrel on the bat. Uh, we started out last night against Reedsburg. Uh, I think 
I think our first four or five hitters got hits and uh, we jumped out to a six to nothing lead after the first inning. So that was, that was a big uh, plus for us. But uh, we, we traveled to Hortonville last Saturday to play Appleton, Xavier and Hortonville. And uh, um, you know, we pounded out a bunch of hits last Saturday. Uh, we beat both teams. Uh, we put up some good numbers. So we're off to a good start actually. Um, you know, despite not having all of our players until they were done with football, because uh, we were one of we were one of what twenty, I don't know what it was, twenty four, twenty six teams in the in the state that actually played a seventh game of football. So our football season didn't end until May seventh, and so we we didn't our first our first full practice with our entire team uh, was Monday, May tenth. That was last Monday. And uh, so we had already been in uh, uh, four games. We had two games canceled against uh, Beaver Dam. We had that was the second week of the season. Unfortunately, Beaver Dam had uh, some kids that were in close contact with uh, someone who tested positive for COVID. So we had to reschedule uh, the Beaver Dam series. But uh, we are we're off to a good start. Uh, the kids are working hard in practice. We're kind of, I don't, I don't want to say that we're kind of in worse shape than any other program in our conference. I mean, we have, we have a baseball diamond outside of our high school, but it is literally surrounded by construction. We have no baseball cages. Okay. Uh, so I had to hire, <laughs> I had to hire guys on staff that can throw a lot of BP because this, this old shoulder is wearing out after, after 25 years of throwing BP, but we, we have to do all of our hitting on our field. And, uh, and you know what though, I, I think that's probably been the best thing for us is the kids are seeing a lot more uh, pitches coming off of old iron Mike's arm here. And uh, I think that's helped us. Well, good stuff, Coach. Uh, really appreciate you taking some time to join us on the uh, WSN podcast. Uh, thank you not only for joining us on the podcast, but I want to uh, thank you and uh, and let you know, I, I don't know if it's been a while since we've talked after you left Richland Center. Um, and I don't know that you know the impact that you had on me uh, coming up. I, I was always very interested in history. You were my uh, history teacher freshman year, U.S. history down in the basement of the old Richland Center High School. It helped kind of foster that, uh, that interest in history. Also, my high school baseball coach, I came in, you know, I, I played baseball, but I wasn't anything special. But by my senior year, I was an all-conference player. And a big credit uh, of that goes to you, uh, the, the things that you taught me. And uh, especially remember the, the wrestling room at the old high school, the hitting in there off the tee and, and the things that you worked with me on uh, were a big reason that, that I got to that level. So... Thank you very much again for joining us today. Thank you very much for uh, for what you did for me as a baseball player and as someone interested in history. I have a history degree, an education degree, just like you. I didn't use it, unfortunately. Um, but uh, again, you. Uh, I just want to let you know, along with Ken Lewis, Ken Thede, uh, played a big impact on, on that interest in history and, and where I ended up going. So thank you very much. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for being a... Uh... Thank you, Bina, for a, a wonderful 
uh, player in high school and a wonderful person, but uh, now you're now you're in the broadcast booth. This is where you belong. This is where you know you feel you feel at ease. So that's good. And I remember Ken Thede. Oh, he was my mentor back in Richland Center. Still, still love that guy. And uh, and Todd Ostrander. Those guys were those guys were priceless. So so thank you, thank you for the compliment. I appreciate that. All right. Well, thanks, Coach. Uh, that'll do it for us on this edition of the WISports.net podcast. I am Travis Wilson for Coach Olson. We'll see you at a game.